0: Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. Going to do a quick music discussion. Something came up when I was listening to the new Billy Idol track this week, and I thought I'd share. Over three decades in the radio industry, a lot of people ask me, what do you listen to? What are your favorite bands? And I try not to say anything. If it's a radio listener asking me, I'm going to give them the answer that whatever the station's playing. If we're a rock station, man, I love Metallica. I love Pink Floyd. I love Zeppelin. I love Doors. And I do love those bands. Don't get me wrong. But they're not the go-to when I want to listen to something. And one of the main reasons is when you work in radio, we sit in that room for five hours, six hours when I was young, um, (laughs) and we hear those songs every day, every night, every shift. Uh, You can even have it low in the studio, but you still hear them. You have to keep the radio on to know that the station's still on the air or watch the needles or whatever. But, you know, people say, oh, man, this radio station plays this song way too many times. I'm tired of it. Really? You listen 15 minutes to an hour a day maybe in your car. Um, we, we sit there for hours and if it's like a top 40 station or a, a, an active rock station that has a tight rotation where you're playing the same songs every couple hours, you think you get burned out on songs, <laughs> we get burned out on songs. And when I've spent decades in the industry and I've done certain formats for decades, I know them like the back of my hand. I know the lyrics to songs I don't own <laughs> songs that I was never very, you know, weren't very popular in my personal rotations. I have every guitar lick, every solo, every chorus, every bridge memorized. It, it's by osmosis. I was in the room while they played thousands of times. But the difference to me in what I listen to in my private life, I'm, I understand radio is a mass appeal thing. And, and there are some mass appeals straight up bands that i enjoy songs i enjoy good songs are good songs i've always said that but in the music industry these days in certain formats there are teams of songwriters writing these songs for the artists and while that's not i mean that's that's gone on since the dawn of the recording industry but and there's nothing wrong with it but I tend to prefer artists who write and perform their own music. That's why I'm just not the biggest fan of this 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 swell of, of covers we're getting. A lot of it's due to COVID and, and people didn't want to sit down and write brand new albums not knowing when the album would come out. It's just easier to sit down and do some covers and have some fun with it. And as a as a musician, I totally appreciate that. that, that I, I really, really do. Um, that being said, I run radio stations and... If I keep getting covers of other songs, what listeners think psychologically is, why are you playing this cover when you could play the original? For example, Tom Morello has a new AC DC cover, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave. He's got a new ACDC cover that features Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. That's huge. You listen to it, it's a great song, it's great produced, it's well performed, it, it's really great. But why? Why The record company is begging us, all stations, to play it, but, you know, if you still play ACDC, w- the cover is fine for a little while, but it's not going to sell a whole bunch of albums, and it's not going to make people gravitate towards that version. Now, that being said, every once in a while, a cover does break through, Um in the last few years disturbed did a Simon and Garfunkel cover that became a huge worldwide hit and i take nothing away from that when when a band puts their own stamp on a song that's when i really like a cover when you perform it exactly the way it was done well th- there is something to that too especially if it's like you know a rush song that's really difficult or a dream theater song or whatever um, but on the flip side what what i gravitate to and when i get new music I've said this in other podcasts. I listen to it with multiple ears on. One ear is always, is this fit my radio stations? No matter what station I've programmed over the last three plus decades, um, that ear is always tuned to how that station sounds, what we're going for, the audience that we're going for, the sound that we're going for, whether it's rock, urban, pop, country, whatever. Um, that's one. That's one element of my listening experience when I listen to a song in 60 seconds or less. I can usually go. That fits the radio station, or it's a hit, and we'll play it. Boom. That that that's the professional opinion that with with the caveats that go into that, and that is one ear. Another ear is, is this something that I would like? Is this something I want to put in my personal collection? And I've mentioned before that I get a lot of music these days digitally from record labels to play on the radio stations. But if I really, really want something, I go out and buy a hard copy of it. I still have a massive CD collection. I like owning the music. That way, I never have to worry about Spotify or Netflix taking a, a song or a movie off that I like. I own it. You know, and I can play it till the rest of my life as long as I have a CD player, a DVD player, a Blu-ray player, or whatever. I've just always been a collector of those kind of things that I just really enjoy. But not everybody's like that. I get it. It's much easier to stream things or listen to the radio or whatever. If you're not one of those people that used to record a song on the radio to make a mixtape, then maybe you don't know what I'm talking about, but we used to do that. I need to cut out the DJ talking, but I want to get that song, that kind of thing. Um, And I know when I started in in internet radio, there was a big thing about... um, Not broadcasting in an MP3 format that could be easily recorded by people on the other end. Record companies were really worried about that. That's all changed. And I wish Spotify and some of the other places would pay the artists what they're worth, what the songs are worth. These days, artists are getting millions of spins on these streaming platforms and making pennies for it, and that makes no sense to me. And it's great for you, the listener, because you pay whatever you pay a month to get that service, and you don't have to have a large music library. But I always think of it from the artist's point of view, and it sucks for them. Yes, they get a bigger audience, but you're not buying anything. you know. You, and so that's where artists these days are selling T-shirts, coffee mugs, and whatever, getting into liquor or coffee or whatever. Um, bands are a business. They have to make money to keep making their art, but I'm getting a little off topic. What I like in my personal life is an artist who who takes their life experiences and translates them into art. That's that's what music, that's what painting, that's what that's what artists do. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not saying it's not art to write a great pop song or a great country song and have somebody else perform it. There is an art to that. There is a, a talent to that I will give you. But that's not what I'm looking for. And I can go, wow, her voice or his voice is amazing. That guitar solo was stellar. But the song probably won't grab me, probably won't hit me in the soul if there's not something underneath. So to bring it back to where we started, this week Billy Idol released a new song. And from a professional standpoint, I haven't really paid much attention to Billy Idol since the 90s. He hasn't released anything I needed to play on the radio. And, and that, from a professional side, I'm sorry, it's it's brutal, but if you don't release songs that, that I'm going to play, I, you know, I don't follow you. It's just not not professionally important. Yes, I like some Billy Idol songs when I was younger, and, and those classics will never go away in my personal collection. But he's not really an album guy. He's always been kind of a singles guy anyway. And that's just not really my thing. Like I said, I like albums. I like that experience. But this song it starts out with kind of a wicked game vibe and then it kind of morphs into a, a little bit more intense thing but for once an artist put the lyrics down below the video so I'm watching the video and I'm reading the lyrics going on I'm like oh this is about his car accident this is this is him like bearing his soul about these things and what he thought about after it and how it changed his life that gave me so much more import than just listening to the song with my eyes closed and going you know, it kind of sounds like Wicked Game, and it's not bad, but that that depth, the lyrics that he wrote, and, and the Steve Stevens not wailing on the guitar, doing something that actually fit the song, and I love Steve Stevens, I'm not taking anything away from it, he's a great guitar player, but I, I had to look to see if he was even on the song, because it's really, it's all about the music and the lyrics. And that's what I love. I, I I give Billy Idol all the props in the world for like, you know what this may or may not hit because it's not my signature sound, but this is a song. It came to him. It 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 spoke. You know, it it it's his soul out there on the digital tape or whatever. Um, it's a great song in that respect. It, Am I going to go listen to it and put it on repeat like I do some of the prog metal stuff I listen to or whatever? Not so much. But I was very, very impressed with the song. And I posted it on my personal page. I have 5,000 followers. And everybody's like, oh, that's really not bad. Few people thought it was okay. But when you get the gist of it and when you realize that there's a deeper level there. And one of my friends recently commented, well, like, you know, Taylor Swift, she, she incorporates a lot of her stuff into music and I'm like yeah well, you know she's a fickle woman who breaks up with guys and then writes a song about it. I guess if I were female maybe that would hit me a little better but it, you know it's just never that's that's not what I'm looking for but these the the bands that I listen to do take I mean, Going back to Porcupine Tree, one of my favorite bands, their last album, The Incident, Stephen Wilson was driving down a road in England and saw a car accident, and his mind just took that to the nth degree of how did that affect them, their family, their loved ones, their extended family, people that saw it on the news. And they wrote a 55-minute album. There's basically one song divided up into 14 parts about that concept, that spoke to me that, you know, the music, there was more there than just making great sounding music. And again, there's nothing wrong with making a great-sounding album or song that that doesn't have that depth. It's just well-written, well-executed. I've discussed in the past that the Beatles kind of perfected a formula that had been around for a few years, and now everybody still is either using that formula or tweaking it for their own needs with the lyric, lyric, chorus, lyric, bridge, chorus, chorus, out kind of songwriting. What I like about progressive music and always have is that they will take that formula and turn it upside down or stretch it out to 9 to 12 minutes or add different instruments or musical breakdowns or whatever. But again, as long as it's in the service of the song, I like it. And as long as it's in the service of the overall concept or emotion or feeling, then I really like it. and It probably stays in my collection. Leprous is a band... Um, from overseas that is not a mass appeal band um they started as a metal backing band um there were harsh vocals on the first few albums the everything in the band is kind of an acquired taste if you're into that kind of thing um it it, some people go wow that's interesting um the band continues to evolve and I've, i've spoken to three members of the band already about the fact that you know They they get together and they have a concept, and not that their albums are concept albums, but they kind of sit down and and focus on that concept. But with their new album that's just about to come out, they didn't do that. They, during the pandemic, took time to record a song here, record a song there, and then kind of put it all together in an album. And in that respect, it's one of their best albums because it sounds incredibly fresh. Everything doesn't flow like one song. They're different songs, different emotions, different highs, different lows. And I absolutely love the album. Haven't done a review of it yet. I think I mentioned before, I'm, I kind of got soured on the whole reviewing albums thing. When, when YouTube and Facebook would take the music out, um, radio and, and record labels have always had this relationship. You send us free music. We play it. It's, it's a relationship that has gone back since the beginning of time. Um, without getting into payola or somebody paying or buying a promotion on your station, so you'll play a song. Ultimately, I was brought up in the radio industry and told by programmers that if the song fits, play it, you know, and that's what we're here for. We're here to expose you to this music you love. Now, these days, most radio stations are heading nostalgic, um, playing songs that you grew up with, playing songs from high school and college. Uh, There's a great meme on the Internet that says the songs that you were partying to 20 years ago are now the songs you hear in the grocery store and that there's a lot of truth to that. But the songs that stick with us are the, the average person hit us at the right time in life. They remind us songs are a brilliant time capsule to take you back. And that's why I love a lot of pop songs because I grew up with pop music. I listened to Casey Kasem all the time. I wanted to be a disc jockey and I wasn't thinking about that when I went to college. I didn't think it was a real job. Actually, I wanted to be an architect or something and wound up in the radio career and I'm still in it at, at my age now. Um, I love it. I what I love about it is introducing people to new music that they really enjoy, that will stick with them or whatever. No matter what the format or the song or whatever. Um, but personally, for those people that ask, what do you listen to? That the vast majority of my collection is songwriters and bands who take that personal whether it be politics whether it be an event that happened in their life something they saw on tv something they heard about or a band they love they take that love and translate it into some art that that transcends the original concept and you uh, there are way too many songs and albums for me to start listing now but if you look through my cd collection i have a lot of Variety Um, Being in the radio industry a long time I'm like, oh wow, I didn't think I'd like this But I'll keep that CD, sure I'll keep a copy of that in my own collection But what I go to on a daily basis To go back Tends to be the artists Who are transcending the songwriting process Into translating actual things into art And that's what I still love about music And why some of my favorite bands Are not generally always mass appeal There's deeper layers there That people don't get You know, on first listen so when you listen to the new Billy Idol song or a new song from a classic artist, let that go through your head. And I always go back to that. Um, I was interviewing Stephen Wilson many several years ago, and he said to him, there is a difference between an artist and an entertainer. An entertainer does, makes art to be popular, that, that wants, you know, wants to be popular. An artist makes art for themselves, to get something out of their system, to get something out of their soul, to say something, to do something. I tend to listen to artists, but I have a lot of entertainers in my collection. Again, I'm not dissing entertainers. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to relate that Billy Idol song, why it hit me as well as it hit me and it didn't others. There is deeper layers there. He used a, a tragic event in his life to create some great art in four minutes. That, that's a very difficult thing to do. Ask any musician. Getty Lee is famous for saying it's easier to write the 10, 12-minute prog epic than it is to write the four-minute song that sticks in your head that you clap your hands and stomp your feet to. That's incredibly true. There are people that make an art out of that, and those are the songwriters for other artists and things, and I think that's great. That's a talent. Everybody has their talents, and they've found theirs. But again, somebody else performing somebody else's song, it's personally that's just not what i'm into but yes if if it's the radio station i'll play it does that make any sense i hope so i talked a little bit longer i said this was going to be short and it turned out to be a bit longer than it was but i absolutely love music still to this day so many of my friends say there hasn't been anything good since the 80s there hasn't been anything good since the 90s young people are like you listen to something from the 90s that's over 20 years old and all of that is correct in their eyes in their ears but for me being a, a a radio programmer for as long as i have i've followed the evolution of artists and songs and music and music is still evolving and i think that's why i have two radio stations that support new rock and new prog because i'm tending to find the artists that are el- evolving and elevating the art form into something new yes my mainstream hard rock station plays a lot of popular music yes it does but i also use it to hey you need to listen to this this iron maiden song might be a little bit long but there's something going on here that's actually really good that kind of thing the Prague station on the other hand i don't have to worry too much about being popular because well Prague has its fans but it's never been a mass appeal thing for me it's just playing good music and when i get something new i immediately put it on the air and where's my new dream theater today? The Alien came out today, and that needs to be on that station immediately. But anyway, music is what it is. There is no other art form that affects people like music does. It is a time capsule. It is a time machine. One song can take you back to a wonderful or horrific time in your life, like seeing a picture won't do, reading something won't do. It's a song. It brings back the, the feelings and the smells, if you will, from that time in your life. That's, that's an amazing thing. So please don't discount music and just buy a streaming option and and let somebody program else for you. Get into what you like, find out what you like. It's, it's, it's what we're saying in in our cannabis groups in Florida. You know, we have a medical cannabis program and people are like, oh, I want this because it's this high in THC percentage or whatever. It's not really the way it works. You need to try different things to see how it fits you, how it works on you. And the same thing with music. Don't just go back to the same artist because, well, I've listened to this guy for 10, 20 years and I I just like what he does. That may be true, but... There also may be other artists in that vein in that type of music that are doing something else, doing something new. And then you wouldn't be saying there hasn't been anything good out since whatever decade you want to mention. Because in all honesty, I've gotten a few albums lately that are some of the best albums I've ever heard. There is a band called the Paradox Twin. They released a new song. I immediately went to the album and went, this is amazing. They've got two singers a very soulful female singer and a very rock oriented guy singer and it just works the music is is dreamy but well thought out it's 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 again somebody elevating the music form into art and i love that it's just that that hits me right between the eyes it's why i fell in love with bands like yes and kansas and genesis early in my life that wow You know, they took me somewhere. They take me on a journey. I like movies that take me on a journey. I like books that take me on a journey. And I like an album that takes me on a journey that sometimes I have to go back and listen to again to get more out of it. Um, But that being said, I'm in a club and the dance, you know, silly 4-4 dance song comes on that is the right beat at the right time is the right you know, melody for those times, I'm fine with that too. Like I said, I love all music. I grew up a trumpet player. I, I love classical and jazz. Uh, just rock and prog tend to be where a lot of real down-to-earth artists are. And I'm not saying there aren't another. there are a few. But sometimes in pop or, or urban or country, that real artist has a hard time breaking through because popular artists do more and i totally get that again radio is a mass appeal thing i'm happy to have one that's not mass appeal although i'm trying to mass appeal the prog sound a little bit with ice fire on the other hand that's mass appeal music but there you will find some surprises on there as well because i think radio still needs surprises it's gotten a little bit staled and and stale Uh, and i'm not talking about disc jockeys i'm talking just about music um Wow, I won't even get into going back to a market I used to work in over a decade later and hearing jocks using the same IDs I cut for them when I was there and the same shtick on the air. I, oh, I hope that I've gotten better and evolved in my delivery over the years, and, and I, I, I would hope everybody else wants to do that too but not to get too much off on a tangent check out the new billy idol he's done some heartfelt some soulful work and it's a good song it's really good and it's got deeper layers going on and there is a lot of music out there like that these days you just have to do a little bit of research or maybe check out rockfile radio if you're into rock and prog I'm Scott Hamilton therockfile.com is my website it's got links to all my other things like, share, and subscribe thank you so much for listening to this little bit of babbling about music I hope you love music as much as I do it's saved my life it's changed my life and it continues to on a daily basis have a spectacular day and go listen to an album